Creating business isn't about doing hashtag all the things. It's about doing the right thing at the right time to create systems for success. Welcome to the Master the Sales Game podcast. Each week, I'll be sharing specific strategies, tactics, and practical know-how from myself and other successful business owners, helping you grow and scale your business. I'm your host, Susan McVeigh, helping you master the sales game and sell with more ease without the sleaze. I'm excited to have you here. Thanks for spending time with me today. Now, let's get started. Hey, you're back for another episode. We are talking all about the two critical parts that you need in order to be able to sell. So if you are struggling to sell and maybe you're even overcomplicating things because I know that for a lot of my clients, that is typically the MO, right? You are overcomplicating, you're making things harder than they need to be. You're overthinking things. And so today's episode, I wanted to break down super simply, like as simple as I could make it, the two critical pieces that you actually need to have in place, regardless of whether or not you're selling a product, a service, a program, a course, a book, an ebook, a pen, it really doesn't matter. I could go on and on and on and on. So without further ado, let's dive in and take this apart, which really it's not going to take very long. So this is going to be a fairly short episode, but I don't want you to underestimate how much of a punch this is going to pack for you, especially if you have been struggling, especially if you have been running around in circles trying to figure this out and you don't know where to start or you are, you're in the thick of it, right? And so you're just overwhelmed with too many steps and all of the things. And really and truly at the end of the day, there's only two pieces that you need. And I'm going to share with you how this worked when I started off in my business and then now how it works being a little bit more established. So you can see kind of the before and the after, regardless of where you are in your journey as well. So I'm sure you're wondering, Susan, just tell us, what the heck are those two critical pieces? Well, number one is you need to have something to sell, okay? Number one is you need to have something to sell. Now, it can be something that you have to be able to sell or something that somebody else has available to sell that you are promoting as an affiliate marketer, as an example, okay? So it can be something that you have uniquely created, whether that's your own service, your own product, or that you are selling on behalf of somebody else. You still need to have something to sell. Somebody needs to buy the thing, okay? The second part of this is that you need to have an audience. You need to have a person, a buyer. So a lot of times in the online space, you'll hear this referred to as traffic. You need to have traffic. That means that, and this is kind of even for a more traditional brick and mortar stores. So if you have a retail store, I mean, you need foot traffic. You need people walk, driving or walking outside. If you are in a mall, if you are in a retail space, you need foot traffic. And so that is where this term of traffic, I'm using air quotes, this term of traffic is meant to describe the people, the people en masse. Now, I really like to keep things simple by making it feel like it's doable. And so too often what I hear from clients and students is that they're waiting to build this massive audience because they're thinking, I need to have a lot, a lot of traffic. Well, yes and no. It really just depends, right? At the end of the day, if you were able to get one buyer and you just pick the frequency, right? So if you got a buyer a month, 
you've sold a high-end service, that might be enough. If you got a buyer a day, again, depending on the product or service, that still might be enough. If you were doing an e-commerce site, then maybe you want a buyer a minute or a buyer an hour, right? So it's going to depend on what it is that you're actually trying to sell, what is the frequency and the measurement of your success rate. So that we're not gonna cover off today, but what I want you to understand is that at the end, it really doesn't matter what you're selling, you need something to sell and you need somebody to buy it and that's it. And I know that you're thinking, well, gosh, that wasn't rocket science, Susan. I didn't, pro I didn't promise that it was going to be anything over the moon earth shattering, right? I said, I'm trying to keep this as dead simple as possible because I find that you already have the co complicated down pat. What you need to do though is unravel that so that you can really dissect where do you need to spend your time and your efforts. So let's break this down. Let's start with your offer. The thing that you're trying to sell. Now, the thing that you're trying to sell needs to be packaged in a way that people understand what it is. Now, too often, what I hear is people trying to be clever. Don't go for clever, go for clear. Because if you are clear, it's much easier for people to know what they're buying. When people don't know what they're getting, it leaves a question mark hanging, and only the most motivated buyer is going to take the extra steps in order to figure out what it is that they're trying to buy and go that extra mile. Very few people will do that. I want you to think for yourself. If I made things very vague, if I was very unclear, if I said, oh, you know, in uh, about a week, I'm going to have a thing that will be really great for you, but I'm still working out the details. So stay tuned. But if you want to know about it before everybody else, then you're going to want to sign up over here. What's the likelihood that that's going to happen? Very, very little, right? But on the flip side, if I said um, that, you know, you have an opportunity in three days to figure out what exactly is standing in the way of your sales success so that you're going to be able to understand what you need to put in place to be able to get your next paying customer, you'd probably be a lot more interested, right? Because the outcome is very clear. In three days, you're going to get clear and potentially get your next paying client. Well, bazinga, I want in. Now, I want you to understand that your offer, whatever it is that you're trying to sell, is not about the widget. It's not about the wadget. It's not about the bells and the whistles. <coughs> Excuse me. It's about the transformation. It is about what is the end result and what is the benefit of the benefit. So at the end of the day, what am I going to get? And even more importantly, what is that thing that I get? What does it give me? How does that help my life, my business, my wealth, my relationships, my health, my people? Like, where does it, it fit into my day-to-day -day life? And so if your offer does not communicate that, whether it's something that you are selling specifically that you have created or that you're selling on behalf of somebody else, it really doesn't matter. If you're not clear on what it is, then nobody is going to buy it. And that's the number one reason why sales go flat is that you can't simply just build it and hope that they will come because even if you have a buyer, if you are not clear, they are not going to buy. 
just simply because you've, you've made the offer or that you have it available, that's just not enough. And that's why those two pieces go hand in hand. So yes, you need to have the offer, but you also need to make sure that your messaging, your marketing, your positioning, how you've described it, or you're explaining that in your communication really makes sense for your buyer, that they understand why it is that it's a perfect fit for them. Now, um, so when you think about the offer, you really need to think about the transformation, how to make it irresistible, and how to make sure that it's as clear as possible what the outcome is and the outcome matches what your buyer wants to buy. Okay, so when we look at the second piece of this equation, which is your buyer, do you have enough buyers such that your metrics are going to actually help you to provide the results that you need to see in your life or your business? Let me say that again. Do you have enough buyers such that your metrics will provide the results that you need to see in your business? So what does that mean? It means that if your package, your program is, let, let's just use some round numbers. If you're selling it for $1,000 and you need to have your income goal at $10,000 a month, well, if we do the math for $1,000 to hit $10,000 goal, you need to have 10 buyers a month. So do you have 10 buyers a month? Do you have that opportunity? And if you don't, then you know that, hey, I have an offer. I have something to sell. People are buying it, but I just don't have enough people buying the thing to hit my goals. You have a traffic problem. If you have enough buyers, you have, you know, maybe you have a hundred people, but they're not buying. There's not 10 buyers in that lot, in that lot. You have an offer problem. Something around your offer just simply isn't landing with those buyers or you have a problem with both. You have the wrong offer for the wrong audience. Something about your offer just is landing and the people that you're around just simply don't want it, okay? So both of those pieces need to work in harmony. And so when you look at what is going on around you, it's very, it should be very clear, hopefully, given what I've just described to you, where the disconnect is because if you have an offer that you know is selling, but it's just not selling enough, then you need to find more buyers. You have a, a traffic problem. If you have an audience, but they're just not buying, then chances are the offer that you have, the product or service that you're trying to sell to them, it does not match what they're looking to buy. Now, that begs the question, because if you already have people who are ready to buy something and they're just not buying your thing, you need to just ask, why? Now, I know, I know you're probably shaking your head and you're going, well, gosh, that was dead simple. I'm going to tell you it is. But too often when I ask clients and, and people that I'm just having conversations with as I navigate through my day-to-day, -day, and I ask, well, did you ask them why they didn't buy? The number one answer is no. No, I didn't think to ask them. Well, why? They'll tell you why. Because people who have a problem, they desperately want that problem solved. And if you can help them find the answer faster, they're more than happy to tell you. And that's why it's really important that you have the ability to ask and that you don't feel like, oh my gosh, I'm bothering them or that they won't share. They absolutely will share 
in the hopes that you're going to be able to help them faster. Okay, so I promised you some stories uh, of how this applied when I was first starting my business and then now that I'm a little bit further along. So when I first started my business, um, I had wanted to, so I had a very, very small audience. If you haven't listened to my story, go back and listen to um, the early episode where I, I, I kind of walk you through my whole journey. But when I first started, I had a very, very small audience. And initially, I had hoped to sell my sales services. I wanted to help people with selling. I wanted them to have better conversations that would actually convert into yeses and customers and people that they would be able to help. Now, the audience that I had around me at the time, they weren't ready to do that. What they were asking for was they wanted to know how to find people they wanted to know how to find their potential customers. They wanted to know how to communicate a message and be able to get those calls booked and how to stand out and be that go-to expert. And so I realized that the offer that I wanted to sell, they simply weren't ready for. So I gave them the first part, which really for sales, and we'll talk about this in an upcoming episode, was all about prospecting, how to find your potential customers. That's part of the sales process. And it was something that I had extensive experience with. So I shifted and I gave them a different offer. And guess what happened? I started getting fully booked out. I created a small group program to help serve other people that weren't quite ready for my full one-on-one -on -one program, but they needed this first step. And that's essentially how I was able to take advantage of a really small audience of people who are looking to buy and create an offer that made the most sense for them instead of trying to sell the thing that I wanted, which was my sales services, coaching and consulting, because my audience didn't match that offer. Now, later on in my business, as I, again, started to work with the same audience, but they started to expand and evolve. And I started to attract more individuals that were similar to what it was that I was trying to offer in the first place, which was sales, coaching, and consulting. So guess what happened? I was now able to use my original offer, the thing that I actually wanted to sell more frequently. And I started to talk to my the people that were in the audience that wanted that service now they weren't the same people necessarily as the ones that i was helping at the very beginning some were because they kept moving forward there were also new people in that audience that now wanted this new offer because i was able to find that that worked for the people that were ready for it so i i found a different audience essentially because i really was passionate about the offer that i wanted to provide them, which was helping them with sales conversations, helping them with improving their sales results and their sales conversions, and being able to optimize the activities that were already happening so that they would get better results with less time, less work, less effort. So for you, you're going to be able to do the same thing. I promise you, what I want you to do today as part of your homework and listening to this episode is I want you to do an audit. I want you to take a look right now and see one or two, right? Your offer or your audience, your offer or your traffic, which is the one that you need to tweak, which is the one where there's a gap or an area of opportunity, and which is the one that is going to help you to make more sales. Is it focusing on the offer and really testing and tweaking and adjusting your messaging positioning, maybe even your pricing and packaging, so all the things surrounding your offer? 
or is it your traffic? Is it the person that you want to buy from you? Do you, do you actually have the right person? Do you need more of those people? What is going on with that component? So I want you to pick right now and really dissect for yourself, which is the area that you need to focus on in order to improve your sales results. So I hope this was helpful for you because again, I tried to keep this as dead simple as possible to break down the two critical pieces that you need in order to make sales happen. That's it. It's an offer and traffic, a buyer. And if you have those two and you can just keep pouring gas on that and increase and increase and increase that frequency so that the results that you need hit the metrics that you want in your business, then you're off to the races. So I hope this was helpful for you. I had a lot of fun doing this super quick episode talking about something that is really, really simple, but I hope super impactful for you in your business. I can't wait to hear you share your results. I would love to give you a shout out. If you head on over to my podcast page, you can send me a voicemail using the little widget thingy that's on there. Um, and let me know how you make out with this episode. If you actually apply it and you make some changes, I would love to give you a shout out on an upcoming episode. So head on over to my podcast page. The link is below in the show notes and drop me a message. I would love to hear from you. Thanks so much. And we will talk to you on the next episode. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. Be sure to let me know what you think by leaving a review so I know how best to serve you. If you're enjoying this show, don't forget to share and hit subscribe so you know when the next show is up. See you next time.